This is it. It's time for the Where Is It Now Geocaching Podcast, where you can escape the muggles in your life for almost, but not quite, 30 minutes. This podcast is sponsored by the Four State Geocaching Society and was recorded at Digital Planet Studios near Joplin, Missouri. Now let's welcome our host, Where Is It Now? Well, welcome back. Here we are again at the Where Is It Now Geocaching Podcast podcast. This is episode number 26 and I lose track. I think it's season three, episode two. It doesn't matter. Episode number 26. Well, I'm glad you guys could stop in to listen. It's going to be a short one today because I'm just going to talk about three things and fairly quickly. Number one is I scheduled an event three weeks ago for tonight. I do host quite a few events, uh, not as many since COVID, but I still host some events and I try to do them all over the country. If I'm traveling, I try to do events where I'm going to be so I can meet new people. And one of my favorite reasons to even go to an event or host an event is to see my friends that I don't see otherwise or to meet brand new geocachers. Just love it. So tonight our event is in beautiful Neosho, Missouri. I uh, got the coordinates from Joe from Brandy Jack as to a place to hold it. It's at a coffee shop. And the reason for the coffee shop is they had an outdoor seating area and an indoor. So whatever your comfort level is, uh, whether you want to wear a mask, not wear a mask, be indoors or be outdoors, you'll have choices here. If you aren't doing events because of COVID, look for places that you can do them outdoors. I promise you, some people will come in three feet of snow and sit outdoors to go to an event. Now, I don't know if you will or not, but but I will. The other reason I picked a coffee shop is, guys, it's cold here. So those of us that are sitting outside, at least we can drink hot chocolate or hot coffee and kind of stay warm, right? And it does have a restroom if you need to go in. But the real reason for this event wasn't just to see people. It was because I wanted to do a geocache. Now, I set a goal maybe two or three weeks ago, and the goal was I wanted to get to 6,000 caches quick, like soon. And I was at 5,600 or 5,700. And then I wanted to get to 7,000 before the year was over. Well, that's a big goal for me because... I've been getting substantially less than 1,000 every year, except for the first year where I got 1,100. This many years into it, I'm going for my biggest year ever, and for no reason other than I just feel like it. I want to do it, so I love goals. And so one of the ways to get geocaches is to host events. It counts as a find. So I am going to get a find, but that's not even the reason. The reason I did it is because there's a night cache in Neosho, actually two of them, and I want to get them. And I thought, I don't want to go by myself. I'd like to have a few friends. And so I created an event at this coffee shop that starts really early. Now, I'm recording this in winter, and it's getting dark by 6 or a little after. So this event starts at 5.30, lasts 45 minutes, and goes till 6.15. That way everybody can have time to get there, drink some coffee, go to the restroom. And then for those that are interested, which is everyone, we're going to hop into cars and we're going to go over to the park 
and start Brandy Jack's or one of Brandy Jack's night caches. Now I've done Brandy Jack's night caches before and thank goodness they're not evil. But the point is we're just gonna go as a small team and walk this night cache. Have you done a night cache before? They're super, super fun. So here's how it works. You go to the posted coordinates, which are usually out in the woods or in a parking area, and you start down a trail. And as you start down the trail, the way you know you're going the right direction is there are reflectors that are attached to trees, signs, ground, usually trees. And these reflectors, you can buy them anywhere. They're little nails with reflector heads. And so the hider will put these reflectors on the trail so you know you're going in the right direction. Usually, if they're maintained or if they're done right, when you come to a fork in the road, just a little way down, ways down one of the forks are more reflectors so you know you didn't make a wrong turn. Now, man, I have been on some of these that are not maintained or not created well, where you can walk 20 minutes in the woods in the dark and not know if you went the right direction or not. But I believe that Joe will have it all set up great. So we're going to follow these trails. And then you keep doing that, taking turns whichever way he wants to lead you, sometimes in circles, until you get to a spot that has a whole lot of reflectors, usually designating that you are at the cache. Now, why is it called a night cache? Well, because there's reflectors, you need a flashlight, and usually you can't find these in the daytime. And even if you can, guys, don't. It wouldn't be near as fun. So that's what we're gonna do tonight. We're gonna go to an event. We're gonna do at least one night cache, and there's two down there I haven't done that we may do, and just get a chance to see friends. I guess if I were going to ask you guys something in the podcast, have you hosted an event before? It's really super easy. There's all kinds of events you can host and little get togethers, even during COVID, if we can be safe or just a lot of fun and people need something to do. I know I do. If you haven't hosted a, an event before, consider it. Get with another friend that hasn't hosted one either and you two can learn together, right? And then the other thing I was going to ask, are you getting out and finding different types of caches? Now, I tend to go for traditionals because they're fast and easy. Even if it's not like a pill bottle or a magnet, it's still usually pretty easy. Easier than a multi, easier than an earth cache. There's so many other types of caches that if you're like me, you may look at a map and say, I found all the traditionals, but look at all these multis, mysteries, letter boxes, night caches, challenge caches. You know, there's all these things to do that maybe we haven't done yet. So I guess what I'm going to say is, why don't you think about, consider doing an event and then consider placing some new types of caches around this event area, whether it's day or night, and give some people some other things to do. The three things we touched on at least are goals. I have goals set for geocaching just like I do everything in life. Do you have goals? For instance, is there a certain number you'd like to reach in a certain amount of time? Or would you like to learn how to do puzzle caches better? Or would you like to maybe find caches with the most favorites. Then we talked about events, the possibility of why don't you guys 
hold events. If everybody would hold an event every so often, geocaching would certainly be a lot more fun. And then the last thing was night caches. Guys, if you haven't done a night cache, go do one. They're a little bit, there's not as many of them as there are other types. So they're kind of hard to find. And if they haven't been maintained well, they're a real hassle. So make sure you look in the logs to make sure that people were finding it. And if they had anything to say about it that you might want to know, because sometimes out in the middle of the woods at night is not the place to start having to read a bunch of logs to see what you missed. Like I promised, that was short and sweet. I'm out of here. I'm going to hop in the car and I'm going to drive to Neosho, Missouri, and I'm going to go to an event and then go to a night cache. I hope you guys do some caching this weekend and have a blast. See you next time.